Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tommy Runs from Chip Time Running. This is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Today we had a special guest. The supreme, the awesome, the legend, the man, the myth, the absolute legend, Tommy Runs himself. Yes, I have myself on the show today. Talked about my road to recovery with the stress fracture I've been dealing with. Talked about my journey to running to get to this point and what my goals are for the future and how I plan on getting there with the proper methods of recovery and prevention. Please enjoy the episode. We actually had a special guest jump in the live podcast and we had some fun. Thanks so much. Continue watching. What's up? It's Tommy Runs. This is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. It's a show that we talk about running, all things running and training for tactics, races, all that type of stuff. We're going to talk to some wonderful people on the run days. We're talking about eating, eating us to be sustainable, to be healthy, and make sure that we keep on pushing in the right direction uh, in our training. And then also we're talking about sleeping. Today is the sleep day. Um, no, I'm not going to go to sleep. Uh, I, what I'm going to do is just talk about the recovery process and how I worked through that. Um, so today is just going to be me kind of going through that process with you guys. Um, and then we'll keep doing that. We have a great lineup next week. So I'm really excited about getting that kick, you know, kicking into that and then talking to some wonderful people about running, eating and sleeping and recovering. So I'm just going to start right now with my whole process. Um, just a quick background on me as a runner. I started running in like actively running in like 2018 um, and, you know, actually seriously in training. That was like the first race that I had ever actually trained for. I mean, I had run before. I think I actually ran a 5K maybe in like 2016, but it was like um, just because my sister wanted to do it. So I just said, hey, sure, whatever. But um, actually trained for a half marathon, the Rock and Roll uh, Chicago half marathon in 2018 um, and tried to do some training for that one. And one of the mistakes that I made was kind of ramping up too quickly in that uh, training block. Uh, actually, it wasn't even a training block. It was just really the run up, run based on feel, see what happens and um, hopefully, you know, cr cross your fingers, hopefully you don't get hurt. Um, and I did actually get hurt. Get hurt. I actually had a uh, stress fracture in my, um, my left foot. Um, like it was like the second metatarsal, so like your big toe or whatever. Um, and didn't follow doctor's orders. Well, I did, I stopped running, but I kept going to the gym and all the other stuff and ended up running and liked the whole process. So long story short, um, th after that race, I didn't die, I didn't quit and decided that I was just gonna continue you know, going down this road of running. So I um, kept pushing um, with that and just decided that, you know, like I might as well do this, to, do this the right way, set some goals and see where it takes me. Um, and decided to say, well, hey, well, like, let me see. Uh, my first half marathon was an hour and 49 minutes and some change. And I heard that that wasn't bad for somebody's first, uh, first half marathon. So I said, hey, well, let me just continue going down this, this road. Ran a couple um, half marathons. I mean, ran a couple of 5Ks here and there and decided to go ahead and try to uh, set my, like my sights on um, like a bigger race, like the Detroit Free Press in 2019. Uh, ran, like, uh, ran the, the alien or the Martian invasion in Dearborn, Michigan um, and did fairly well in that because I actually trained for it. Uh, and then ran a 25K trail race uh, in like the middle of Michigan in January of 2019. 
Uh, and that's when I decided after that race, I decided I wanted to qualify for Boston because I felt like if I could do the 25K, I could do anything. Obviously, 25K is like 15.5 miles, much uh, less than 26.2, but I figured, hey, might as well just give this thing a shot. Um, so I really locked in, got with a training coach, a running coach, and decided to just really commit to that and trying to get to Boston 2021. Everything started going really well. Uh, trained for the rock and, uh, for the uh, Detroit Free Press uh, full marathon, first marathon ever. Um, ended up running. My goal was three fifteen. Um, mind you, the qualifier, the qualifying number for my age group, which was thirty five to thirty nine. Uh, my qualifying age group at the time for that same time, same age group as now. But um, um, hold on one second, buddy. I'll let you in the video. Um, so my qualifying time that I need for Boston to get in is 3.05. And obviously, if you know the Boston Marathon setup, you have to, um, go uh, get under 3.05. You can't just run like 3.04.50. You got to go a few minutes because they need a buffer because so many people want to get into Boston Marathon. So you have to go lower than that. So my, I, I, uh, for the first marathon, I started, I set my sights at 3.15 for the, for the 26.2 distance. Um, and wanted to just, um, if I could get to that number, then I feel like I could continue down that road of training and getting faster and all that stuff. So if I can qualify, if I can run 315 or better in my first marathon, in my mind, I'm saying, well, I can, you know, um, with only like a real year of running, I think I could do more with more time. So I ran three, th ended up running 313.30 for my first marathon, which was pretty good. Um, and that just meant to me, I needed to knock at least 10 to 11 or 12 minutes off of that time. And I felt like that was pretty doable, especially if I ran like a short, uh, on a flatter course. Um, cause you know, obviously the Detroit free press, you have the bridge going over to Canada, uh, and then you have the tunnel coming back. You know, a lot of people are worried about the tunnel. I mean the bridge, but it's really early in the race. It's like mile three. So the bridge is very steep and long, but it um I think the Brit the tunnel I guess is really where people kind of lose it at because it's you're going you know under the river pretty much I mean not under but you go to the bottom of the river and you have to come back up so people don't really think about that mile and I think that's like mile nine so that was that's actually pretty tough but it ended up going really well so the race went well blah 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 cut two um. I'm gonna I was gonna try to qualify for Boston at the Glass City. Uh, marathon in Toledo in, in April 2020, and I ended up running um, a half marathon along the process just to see what my level of fitness was. I ran 124.05, um, so 124.05, I ran a 13.1 in March. That was really cool. Um, so that told me that I for sure can hit my goal time for Boston, which uh, I was going to shoot for 254 or 255 was what I was shooting for to run um, in the in Glass City in uh, April. Ended up, uh, COVID said no, um, and the, the race canceled. So I set my sights on something different, um, which was gonna be in September. And then I hit this stress fracture uh, in my left tibia. So that's, that's where like I wanted to talk about today um, because recovery is so important. A lot of people, when you're when you're feeling healthy and you're feeling strong, like especially if you're a you know quick runner, it's easy to just brush everything off and just just 
you know, basically run out the door or go meet up with your friends and run um, and just do a, like a, a couple of light stretches here and there and then just go. But once you once you realize like how many miles you're putting in every week, because I think, you know, from from July or Ju- from June of like 2019 all the way to like uh, till July of 2020, I was pre- I was running anywhere between 150 to 220 or 30 miles a month. So um, it's probably best to make sure that you do some extra training behind that. So that's what I kind of wanted to talk about today with people. Um, would love to, I think somebody requested to join. I want people to like, that'd be dope if like people like jumped on and talked to me about running and, and training and recovery and all that stuff. So um, if you want to join, join. I'm all good with it. Um, I'd love to have guests on the show. But yeah, so um, what I learned in this whole process was you have to do all the small work behind the scenes. Did you request to get on here? Did I just catch you? <laughs> I didn't realize. All right. Was, all right, man. See you later, buddy. Just keep watching. Don't hit that button. Don't hit yes, that sir. button again. All right, you're removed. Um, yeah, but anybody else that's not a not a not a maniac uh, wants to join. Yeah. So basically, I I, I realized that in this process of what of uh, running. You, you can't just take for granted the fact that you're you know, moving along pretty quickly and you're doing well. You have to decide to do all the extra work. So now um, every single day I'm stretching, whether it's a run day or not, um, and I'm doing a lot of the, a lot of the behind-the-scenes work where you're, you know, you're doing all those stupid running workouts where you um, – they just most running workouts are stupid. I mean, they look dumb. Uh, it's just plain and simple. Like you look like an idiot. So I do it at home. I don't go to the gym and do them because I think I'd be embarrassed. Um, but it's all like those little movements that you need to build up all those muscles, but you know, that, that support your, your running, you know? Um, and that's just like the way it is. And you have to make sure that you're doing those things. So, um, the biggest thing I learned was just, you, you gotta, if you're going to go somewhere in this sport for sure and then not even go somewhere like for the for the for the people that are out there that are just running casually and just want to PR every now and then or just feel good and feel healthy and get and lose weight or whatever it is um you've got to do the extra work because you know I think we're meant to run as as humans we're meant to run but uh I don't think we're supposed to run on concrete day in day out so I think that you have to do all the extra work behind the scenes to make sure that your core is strong, your legs are strong, and all those supporting muscles are there and ready to to jump in. But like I said, please feel free to to request to join. I'd love to talk to you, even if it's just for a minute. Um, but so I'll just continue with my down my boring story. So the the whole deal with this whole stress fracture thing right now. Um, so what happened was I think in July, probably like May or. Mayish or June, I started to feel like a little slight discomfort along my left shin on the inside, and uh, I I thought that you know when you run a lot of miles every month, it just one of those things just happens. You just have, you know, like little issues that happen. Like you just things just hurt every now and then, um, so you just keep on. But you just keep on pushing a lot of the things you 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 can just run through. Um, and it's it's kind of normal to have like aches and pains when you're you know doing high mileage you know so a lot of the things that happened I would just keep going and two three days later they'd be gone or you just you know you just realize that um, 
you're just being a punk and you just got to keep moving and sometimes it just drops away. So this is one of those things I thought was like one of those moments where it was just one of those um, discomforts and because it was never like this huge pain. Um, it was just like just something that kind of went away as the run would go. Like the first the first like quarter mile of my runs from like all of July, most of June and all of July, the first quarter mile was crap and, and you know, very uncomfortable and just crap. So, uh, but then after I got past that point, it would just stop hurting, you know, and then I start you know, getting to my stride and I'd feel good. So that's why I wasn't really a lot, you know, you know, I probably should have paid more attention to it in hindsight, but, you know, I can't do anything about that now, but, um, so I probably should have paid more attention to it at that point, but I didn't. So it ended up, I think it just ended up, uh, continuing to get worse. And one day I was running with, we run through on three, um, if you're in the in your if you're in the Detroit area and you listen to this um, or watch this, and you haven't run what we run through and through, you need to because um, the atmosphere is just super dope, family vibes. Um, they got fast people, uh, they got people right in the middle, they got people that are just out there just to walk a little bit, run a little bit. It's all, it's a it's super welcoming, and then they have you know th it's three days of running, so you can do Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, or a Sunday. And um, it's people of all levels, so it's it's just a dope atmosphere. So I suggest anybody in the in the Metro Detroit area, please go out there and run with us because we're, we're we're it's a dope situation. Um, but so it so basically, so I, I was running on a long run. I think I was supposed to do sixteen miles that day, and I got to like two three miles, and, and the pain didn't go away, which it was which was rare at the time. So I was like, something's not right here, and then. I had to stop. I had to pull the plug at like 11 miles because it was just so painful. It was ridiculous. So um, that was where I realized something was wrong. I thought maybe it was like a muscle strain. So went like four weeks of not running and tried to run again. And it was the worst. It was just as bad as it was before. Went to the doctor. She said stress fracture. Put a boot on for four weeks, which was humiliating. Um... So if you always feel shin pain, pain, shin pain, painting your shins when you run, um, it's most likely, uh, the, like that's like the, the, I think I'm not a doctor or like a running professional, but I feel like that is like the early onset of like uh, potential shin splints. Um, and it could be because of your running form. If you are reaching and heel striking a lot, it puts a lot of weight on your shins that shouldn't be there or the distribution is wrong. So um, I would definitely start with like treadmill work and maybe some videos on YouTube about how, you know, what the, what, what the proper form is. I mean, everybody has their own form, but like if you, if you took off your shoes and went outside and somebody said you needed to run on concrete, you typically wouldn't run with your heel, you know, reaching forward and and um and stretching and reaching far and you know running kind of under yourself. You normally, um, if you were running barefoot on concrete, pain is is a is a um, you know is a teacher. So you your feet would be landing in certain different certain ways on the concrete, and you decide and naturally to change how you're landing your your feet on you know with each step or with each stride. Um, and that's how you really could work on your, your uh, <laughs> yeah, go outside, run on the concrete. But, 
um, that's how you could figure out how you're really supposed to run and what you're, how you're built. Um, with that in mind, obviously you're not going to go run outside in the, on the, on the concrete, but imagine that though, like, you know, take your shoes off and run in the house for a second in the basement or something and feel where your feet land uh, and how they land when you don't have shoes on. Um, because that, I think, I would, I believe that that is the closest that you're going to run to your natural state uh, of running. And typically, if you are running in the right form, you're not landing up on your toes and you're definitely not landing on your heel. You're landing more like flat on your foot or a little bit towards your forefoot. So your heel may touch, but it's literally uh, you're touching you know, touching on the balls of your feet first or in the middle to forefoot of your feet first. That's the most economical way to run and that is typically the most um, uh, pain-free way to go. Um, so I would, if your shins hurt, um, it's not because of running, I don't think. Um, it's not because you're not, not meant to run. I believe it's because your running form is just a little off. So work on that. Find somebody that you know. Um, this is um, officially Iris B. I don't know what the B stands for. But officially Iris B, if you know somebody that runs a lot, I would have this person that you might know that runs a lot run with you or kind of watch you and then just listen to them a little bit. It may come off as they're like barking at you, but then you could just decide to say like, hey, let me just let this person help me figure out my form, you know, because I don't want my shins to hurt and I want to be a runner. So um, to all of you that don't know, that's my wife. So I get to, I get to say that, but yeah, so wife, find somebody that you, um, that you know that runs and they could probably help you with that. I would think maybe, and then treadmill too. Treadmills are a safe place to start. Yo, 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 coach Asia is in the house. Hey, Audrey, how's it going? I was about to read your name. Hey, Audrey. Um, no, I don't they don't yell that much. Just okay. This is this is my show. Stop trying to steal my thunder. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely work work on that. But so the thing is, um, and then also you, you like like I was saying earlier, you need to do um, everybody needs to do more of like the core building, and and not only um, a lot of people think like your core is just like your abs and maybe your you know the sides or oblique, obliques or whatever these things is called, and your back maybe, but your butt is absolutely part of the process. Like the doctor actually told me I got a weak <laughs> I got a weak butt. You know, that's the thing. Like she she said it like that. Like I don't know if she said it just like that, but that's what I heard. I heard Mr. Bailey, you got a weak butt and you got to work on your butt. So it so I, so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing all type of different workouts to work on my butt, get my butt strong because Honestly, it's funny, Coach Asia, but if you think about it though, like not if you think about it. I mean, your your legs um, your your calves, your your hamstrings, and your butt and your core are so essential to the running process. You know, obviously you need your your hamstrings or your your glutes and all that, and whatever your shoulders. But you know, if you got weak calves, weak hamstrings, and a weak butt, you just you might as well just you just go to the gym first. Hit up. Uh, Fitness factor, Planet Fitness, or something, you know. But honestly, and that's where I went wrong. So my my left butt is weaker than my right butt, and the left butt is the is my left leg is the one that that my shin hurts on. So, um, so I've been working on my left butt and the right butt. But <laughs> okay, get over it. I'm just immature. So let me just continue and to to talk about stuff that's not involving left or right butts. So 
But honestly, I did. I'm working on all that together to be a, just a stronger, better, faster runner. Um, Kitchen Divas, um, you came in a little late. You came at the end of the butt thing. You need a strong butt to run long distances. And so you need to build your butt up to be a better runner. So that's what the butt part was about. Um, but I can't say nothing but butt now. Um, Coach Kari from We Run Three on Three, like I said earlier, go to We Run Three on Three. She's been she does a lot of workouts and things. Um, so if you need a resource, uh, she's a great resource to go to if you want people to help you. You know, with just building up building up muscles in different spots that'll help you just be a better, faster, stronger, healthier runner. Um, because she's given me a few pointers here and there as well about types of workouts to do. So. Um, use whatever resources that you have or can. I mean, there's YouTube videos, like literally if you Google or YouTube running exercises, you'll have, you know, hundreds of videos that will show you how and what to do to be a stronger runner because it's absolutely essential. It is so essential and stretching, flexibility, mobility, and core strength is, is the name of the game and making sure that you're, you know, running at, you know, see, What's up, DK? You was in the beginning of the first one, and then you dropped out. Um, DK, join the thing. Let's talk about recovery. Yeah, DK, I need you to join. Join the th- ask to request to join the thing so we can talk about recovery. Because you, my friend, are an athlete and a gentleman and a scholar. I need you on the show real quick. You was talking. You just recovered. Anyway, I just want to talk about your recovery process. Um, and then also too, uh, I won't bash DK too much about the eat part, but. You know, in the recovery process. Okay, you driving? Hurry up. Um, oh, what's your routine? Routine after every run. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for asking questions. We have other people in here that are runners that I'd love to have ask questions, but they're not saying nothing. I appreciate you, um, Mrs. Uh, Bailey, for doing that. Um, my routine after the run. Uh, typically, I, I do I do some stretches that you know where I, wherever I kind of feel tight at. Um, because just, I'm especially now that I'm getting back into it before, I think I used to just literally run, um, and then I would squat down and take a picture and then go inside. And then that was it. Like that was my post run routine was take a picture, stop, and then go inside. Uh, but now, um, I make sure that I stretch as much as possible afterwards before I come in and make sure I don't just go from, you know, running form to just sitting down. Um, because, you know, your body just is, I mean, your body's a machine, but it definitely needs, um, a little help at times to make sure that it doesn't, you know, seize up on you. Um, and the foam roller, oh, dang, hold on. She got questions, questions. Foam roller is over here. I haven't used it lately. Um, but I've been doing a lot more of, uh, the stretches that, that I feel like, I, that, that I feel like, um, I target some of the parts of my body that I really need to work on. Um, actually I did, I used the foam roller the other day, but just, I used to use it more like as a, as an excuse to not do, um, some of the stretching and the workouts and all that stuff. Um, (laughs) uh, some, so I used to, I used to do it instead of, instead of, um, now I'm trying to do both to make sure that it's, it's all balanced because my goals in, in this running thing are pretty extreme for just like a random person that likes to run. Like I'm not like. I just started a couple of years ago, so it doesn't seem like I should have the goals that I have, I guess, but I do. So in order to get to there, I need to make sure that I'm doing like everything. So after a run, you do all the stretching, you do all the foam rolling, um, and then you got to eat, though. Like, it's very important to feed your body after you eat, I mean, after you run. 
Um, because when you run, like that's why it's run, eat, sleep, repeat for me. Um, number one, because I run in the evening. But number two, you need to have, um, uh, but you need to have, um, you know, you need to eat afterwards. You need to replenish those, you know, those things that you depleted on that run. Um, and I mean, even if you eat an hour before, you need to have, throw something in your body, whether it's protein or whatever, um, to make sure that you, um, that you, that you, that you're fueling, you know, you fuel after as well. You don't just fuel up and go run and then your body needs help and you don't give it back the stuff that it needs that you just burnt off. So, um, make sure you eat after you run, stretch, foam roll if you can, eat. And then sleep is good too. Sleep is a, is a great recovery. You know, you got to have that that rest, you know. Um I'm over here stalling like a mug trying to wait till DK cuz I want to hear about how his uh his his so DK if you don't know is a stellar athlete. Dude is fast, super fast. Um he's taking on a challenge to start running maybe a little bit longer distances, I think. Um, and I'd love to just talk about it because I think he had a little uh, couple pains that he was just trying to get rid of. And I think he's back running now. So and I think he's like 17 years old or something like that. He's a wonderful athlete. Uh, but he's, he's a young kid. He's got some, um, um, he, he, he's a nice guy. He's a nice kid. He's a child, yeah, he's a child prodigy athlete. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rest is super important. Um, so like in, in sleep, uh, the part of this whole thing, and see y'all y'all coming for him. I don't know why y'all coming for him in the comments here, but in the sleep part of this run eat sleep thing, I mean sleep really just is is all things recovery. Sleep, rest and recovery workouts, you know. Um and sometimes people I haven't had the need to do ice and stuff like that. Maybe I'll do that again this do that this time. I know people that love it. I'm so deathly afraid of like ice. I can't I'm so I'm a baby. I can't do it. Like people will like put their foot in like ice water. I I can't do it. It's it's um it's too much for me. Like I don't understand how people jump in those tubs. I think that they're stupid and crazy. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um All right, cool. So I'm get I want to guess, okay? Listen to me. I need a guest. I want one and I want to talk to somebody. Who wants to jump? Come on. Audrey, come on. Somebody come on cuz DK playing. Um, Jessica, come on, somebody, um, let's, um, but yeah, honestly, uh, so I think that I feel really, I feel really good now, didn't talk about it, but I'm back running now, uh, and it's very small increments, like, um, the first time I tried to come back, uh, I tried to, Joe in the house, what up, Joe, uh, when I first came back, I tried to, um, I tried to just come back and run shorter distances. People said, like, come ease back into it. And my ease back into it was, you know, two miles here, three miles there. And it just, that's not what we was supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be, I guess, with the stress fracture, this doctor at the, the Detroit Pistons Performance Center told me that you come back with one, um, you come back, like, one mile at a time. Like, you're not supposed to hit three miles in a row until like four, four, four to five weeks away. I can't do that. You know, I'm trying my best, but the other day, the longest I ran so far after, you know, this is my fifth run back was two and a half miles. Okay, Joe, join, join the, join the live. I want to talk to you about recovery. Joe, you better still be here because you just said what up, though. What up, though, Joe? Join the live. Um, 
but yeah, so the whole process uh, has been cool and it's come back slow. The the positives in this whole recovery process for me, my road to recovery is I'm able to run with my kids. They've run with me um, a, a few different times now. And before, I just didn't, you know, I I love them, but they slow, you know? Like, my kids are slow. Like, my daughter's 13. She probably can hear me. She's slow, you know? And my son, he thinks he's fast. He starts off fast, but somehow I always reel him back in. He, he, he. The stamina ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's up, Hassan? Uh, Joe about to join. Join. Let's talk about this recovery process. Okay, okay. We we got a guest coming. We got a guest coming. I like this. What up, Joe? What up? What's going on, brother? We run three one three. I was you missed. I was talking about the group. Uh yes. Uh yeah. So. Um, oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, but I was, I'm talking about I'm talking about recovery. Like, let me ask you a question. What what's one of the things? What's like one of the main things you learned about recovery in your running journey so far? That if you don't recover, your body will force you to recover. <laughs> yeah, dang, that was a that was a that was a good one. I like that, Joe. I like that. Uh, real talk, real talk, bro. Like, if you don't. Be responsible enough or hold your horses enough to take the time out to do it, your body will actually force you to do it and it's and it's not uh it's not pleasant. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, cause that what they say, um prehab over rehab, right? Um Yeah. I mean, cause I learned I learned it the the hard way because I was I was feeling like a hundred percent until I wasn't, you know? Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't doing all that, all that stuff that you really supposed to be doing every day, day in, day out to make sure that you, that you stay healthy. So, so you just, you just, you just ran the Detroit free press, um, 26.2 and they took, what did you take a week off or a week and a half? What'd you take? I took 10 days. 10 days. Okay. So how'd you, in that 10 days, what did you, what was you, what were you doing for your recovery? Uh, it's tricky because cider mills opened up. (laughs) Yep. Cider mills is open with donuts, all that. Uh, shit, you know, so cider, you know, and, and like a third of your recovery is your diet. So it's like the way I look at it is it's like diet, uh, light exercise, very, very light exercise, and then just no shock movement. So just basically rest. Yeah. You feel me? So, yep. uh, and light exercise, that could, that could include getting a massage. I mean, because it's, it's still working the muscles out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so I, I was stretching, uh, phone rolled a little bit. Uh, I walked every day, so I made sure I, I wasn't like laying down and different things like that but just stretching foam rolling um and just eating eating right making sure i'm eating green but you know i'm plant-based making and i've been that way for a year damn that's my anniversary coming up but oh hey we gotta we gotta have a a vegan uh extravaganza yeah we do yeah so i was just making making sure i'm eating vegetables and different things like that that promote healing you know what i'm saying okay okay and i ate a lot of a lot of fucking turmeric rice from young village bro like I ate a lot of. I, I ate that like maybe three times, three, 
maybe five times over my recovery. Turmeric, you know, turmeric yeah, has yeah. a lot of healing properties. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And that's I'm surprised turmeric didn't come up more often on on my call with uh, Asia the other day cuz turmeric is is a beast when it comes to anti-inflammatory and in that in that recovery process, but um so you ran you ran yesterday and felt good? Yeah, so like <laughs> I was running and stuff, you know, running, but then you you know how it is like on that second half of a 10k um it's, it gets like it's kind of uphill, you know mm. what I'm saying? Going going towards Mac, uh, it got kind of uphill, and the wind was just right. blowing hard, blowing hard, bro. And it was freezing, so I kind of slowed down on my last mile. But then I don't know, I just got some energy. The wind kind of got at my back, and I just I just kind of missed running fast, right? A little too much. So on my so on my last mile, I turned it way up, but. I mean, but it felt good though. It okay. Felt good. I ain't gonna lie. After, after my ham, my right, my right hamstring was hurting. Not hurting, but it was just sore when I yeah. got home. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would. And my phone rolled it out. Yeah, it would. It would. But, but uh, I figured it was hurting because I was, I was, I, I turned my speed way up, and I haven't done that in maybe three weeks because uh, I tapered for ten days, then took a week off. After the marathon, you know what I'm saying. So I haven't put speed down like that in almost three weeks. So you know. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You should, you should be somewhat sore. You know. You should be. But well, man, I feel good. good the only thing is, just like joints, maybe a little rusty, like the first mile. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta, you gotta push through that first mile or whatever. Um, even when you in your like peak form, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta work through that first mile and, and with you coming back, you just got to make sure you're careful that you do really ease back into it. Even though you feel great, you don't want to, you did take 10 days and 10 days ain't enough for you to lose your fitness, but you don't want to just jump back in as if you, your body didn't just run, you know, 26.2, but I'm glad, I'm glad you ran you back at it and I can't wait to get, get, get back out there with you. Yeah, yeah, no, we gotta get running. When when are you gonna get back into like base training? Uh, I'm 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 running uh, every other day right now, but real short distances. So I'll probably be like at two mile Tuesday and actually run. Um, you know, you know, kind of jog down or whatever. Um, but I'll probably start like base training in like what's today? Uh, the thirtieth. Uh, probably be like maybe late November when I'm actually running, running. You know, so. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I'm see. Gonna be, I'm gonna just be base training for like the next six weeks, and then I wanna, I wanna get, get prepared. You know what I'm saying? Cause that, uh, that BQ, I can kind of feel it. I can, I can really feel it. You know okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all it is. Is just is just getting out there, um, and and testing it out and see where see where your fitness is. You know, and then, um. You know, it's just like you just got to check to see where you at and then and run those races and, and, and double check with yourself. Like, OK, well, you know, how many minutes can I shave off of my, my, my PR right now? You know, like right where I'm at, how do I feel like could I, if I could, if I went through a good training block, do I feel like I could drop this many minutes? And you just got to figure, you know, just got to figure it out from there, you know. I 
Right, right. Right. I feel like we can get, I feel like, I honestly feel like, not just speaking for me, but me and you, Lance, Aaron, and Mike, I just feel like the more we run and train together, prepare together, the better we're going to be because I ain't going to lie. You know how it is waking up and you like, damn, like I got to run a distance or I got to do a, 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 a substance workout or I got to put down quality miles. You might not necessarily feel like it, especially right. in Detroit. It might be 25 degrees. But when you when you with your guys, it's kind of like, okay, they're going to make sure I get through this. You know what I'm saying? Right. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. Like, so I, once we get back out there, we good. And once, once we get, you know, all of us running again and, and really training hard, we should be we should be good to go, brother. Yeah, it should be yeah, good to go. Yeah, no. Yeah, you need to get back to your driving, fool. We've been talking this whole time. You driving? But yeah, man, hit, hit me up for sure. All right, yeah, late nights with Tommy Bailey. Okay. <laughs> All right, brother. But yeah, man, Joe, Joe's been um, we've been running together for a minute now, you know, and we definitely gotten stronger together over the last you know year or so so you know i'm really appreciative to have people like that running and i'm glad he back going um but you know it is um you know it's been it's been real cool uh but so like the process so far is just everything's been really good i'm really happy to be talking about running while i'm actually back at it um and i you know there's a few three uh, we run through and three people on here i can't wait to be back with y'all out there actually running instead of watching y'all be cool and all that. Um, but anybody got any questions? Because I'd love to answer either that or I'm about to bounce. It's hot in this basement. Um, but yeah, let me know if you got any questions about recovery or just running in, in general. Um, next week, though, uh, I got some really cool guests next week. Uh, I'm going to announce it uh, now. Um, so I got next week, I got Luke Humphrey on Monday to talk about running. Uh, and then on Wednesday, I have Dr. Joel Kahn from uh, the, the guy who owns um, Green Space and Go. And he had, it was, he had Green Space as well, like in Ferndale or Royal Oak or whatever. Um, I think it was Royal Oak. I can't remember. It was Ferndale. I think it's Ferndale. But um, <laughs> everybody touched somebody. What are y'all talking about right now? Um, but... So yeah, we um I got Joel Kahn, uh we'll he'll be talking about the on the eat se- session. He's a cardiologist, all that good stuff. Uh so he'll really be talking about how plant-based life and how plant-based eating affects your um your fitness and your heart and your health and all that stuff. So he's probably going to be super doctorish and I'm just going to be sitting here letting him do his thing. Uh he's been on Dr. Phil, he's been on uh the Rich Roll podcast, he's been on um Joe Rogan podcast. He's been on a bunch of different things, so that's really cool. Uh, and then also on Friday, we have Gio Woodman, who is a triathlete, endurance athlete, coach, all that stuff. Yeah, DK DK stood me up. But yeah, so next next week should be fire. Um, Luke Humphrey, Dr. Joel Kahn to talk about heart health and veganism and plant-based life. And number three, we're going to actually have somebody talk about recovery uh, from a coaching standpoint, instead of me just rambling and then talking to Joe. Um, so if anybody has any questions, let me know right now. If you don't, I love you. Um, I, love, well, I love some of y'all, not all y'all. Um, but yeah, so 
Yeah, so yeah, um, but really, it was really cool. Appreciate y'all, the, the everybody watching today. Um, get your questions in if you have them. If you don't, then love you guys. Appreciate it. This is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Thank you so much for watching. You guys are the bomb. Thank you so much for watching. This is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Uh, next week, we have a very special guest, Luke Humphrey from Luke Humphrey Running. He's a coach. He's a marathoner. He's a 214 marathoner. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking about running. So please continue to the next episode. Tune in. It should be a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Run, eat, sleep. Repeat.